0: You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a Chatter Podcast. Listener Celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle. Chatter.com.au and MediaWeeks Head of Entertainment. You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listener Celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle. Chatter.com.au and mediaweeks Head of Entertainment.
1: Hey, it's Sean. And I'm Sam. And we're from Drax Project. And our new album is out. It's called Upside. I think it's pretty good.
2: It's got Chutzpah. It's got Chutzpah.
1: Chick-chick
2: oh. Sam. Hello, hello. Sam on the SM7B. Hello, hello. Sam chick. Hello, Sam hello. chick chick-chick. We're talking, we're both talking. Hello, hello, Is that great? Yeah. Wow. Oh, so I love good. this.
3: This actually sounds amazing. All I could do is just sit here and listen to you doing a <laughs> sound check. Just keep going. Just keep going. That's all we want. Uh, hello. Hey-ha.
2: One, two. Hey-ha. ha hey-ha. Hey-ha. hey-ha.
3: You give them an opportunity hey-ha. and hey-ha. this is what they do. I think, we, I think we could just
2: dip out a little bit Eww. of that. 1K? 1K to 1,200? Oh. You know, somewhere. Uh. No, I'm just giving a shit.
3: Sorry. <laughs> we uh I'm actually so thrilled to be chatting to you guys. We have both Sean and Sam from the Drax project. I love this. He's waving at all the cameras. That so, was, good. That was so good. So good. There's only there's <laughs> only I know, I know. one that's pointing uh, at you. Yeah,
2: sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> guys, welcome. Thank you. It is so cool Thanks to have you on. here. It's great to
2: be here. It's and good to also,
3: chat. hello, on the back of your new album dropping upside.
2: Yeah thanks are you thrilled? Yeah yes. it's been a long time coming we've um it's kind of funny because I feel like there's two halves to the album. there's a bunch of stuff that we wrote or started at least writing before uh the world went crazy and then the other half we kind of did in uh through that time so yeah it's it's kind of nice to have it all out it's been it's been a long time coming.
3: Yeah, I mean, so you've written half this album before COVID.
2: Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean. We
1: at not, least started, well, not, probably. Maybe, uh, no, th-
2: maybe, yeah. yeah four probably, or five songs. Probably, yes. Four or five songs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. kind of started uh, through hmm. 2018, 2019, and then had intended to put out a record earlier, but like I said, things went crazy. So. Yeah, about yeah. five of them. <laughs> I was just counting them off.
4: Yeah.
3: That is crazy. Okay, before before we kind of get into the album, I do for anyone who's listening, who may not, who are just discovering you for the first time. Okay, can you please give us the elevator pitch of who the Drax Project is?
1: Um, <laughs> we're a pop band, but we play musician. We 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 came up through jazz school, and um, we're really good live, <laughs> and we have a saxophone, and we have. An epic live show. <laughs> yeah. And we have good songs and we'll play, we'll, we'll, we'll blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. That's great. That's Can the-
3: confirm you guys are insane live, which is how I found you. And also all of our media week team found you as well. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we were, we saw you at South by Southwest mm-hmm. at the universal party. That was fun. And it was absolutely amazing.
2: Thanks. You Thank guys you.
3: come alive on stage. Yeah, yeah.
2: Know, yeah. It's kind of funny because people <laughs> often like get quite surprised. Apart
3: from me, No, I'm just joking. Shard just took that so wrong.
2: No, I do. <laughs>
3: That's
2: true. We do come alive it on is, stage. It is a completely different thing. Like I think the fact that we started as a live band, like I think we didn't record any music of our own for maybe a year and a half. Yeah, we were covers banded. Yeah, so we were just playing busking. It started off just Sean and Matt busking uh on the streets in Wellington. And on the streets. Yeah, on the streets. It's funny when you say that it sounds like We were just on the streets. Yeah, yeah. It sounds co- got <laughs> has a co- different kind of around. connotation. But anyway, yeah.
3: Living on the streets, busking on we the streets. We had a flat. Honestly, yeah. the
1: flat was probably more dirtier than the street. Actually, yeah. oh, in hindsight,
3: no. how many boys lived in there? Three. Just the, oh, three but of the you. But the ceiling
1: was low, yeah. And so you know, stuff it just it, stuff piles up. You know what I mean?
2: Stuff well, piles up when you when you're when you're, like, when you're eighteen oh. and um you're just 19. learning how to live. You know. By yourself? <laughs> so, yeah.
3: Oh my god! Did your parents come in and clean the house?
2: No, nah, but our friends. <laughs> I did don't. Once. I don't know if they would. want Joe to Simmons, have- our
1: friend. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, uh, we ha- before Sam joined the band, we were busking with uh, another bass player. His name's Joe Simmons. He's a good friend of ours still. But um, and he, he was like to- our
2: adult friend, and he was like, "Guys, you got to clean this place." He did
1: come and clean on. a few times.
2: <laughs> but yeah. we're, we're, we've uh, lived a lot of life since then and we definitely know how to look after ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you are grown yeah. up now? Yeah. yeah. Totally, Is yeah. that the disclaimer? We've yeah. grown up a little yeah. bit? Yeah. 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 There's been a bit of time in between. So how yeah.
3: do you think you guys have changed since that those busking days?
2: Uh, I mean, we've had so many cr- kind of like the experiences, life experiences that we've had since then, which we probably wouldn't have thought might have happened like getting to tour overseas getting to open for like really big artists um
4: you can and name drop. Like
2: big crowds i i mean we did like a couple of tours with Camila Cabello and uh Christina, Christina. Aguilera in and then and Ed Sheeran in New Zealand yeah and so the, those experiences and and just kind of over that time understanding how the music industry works or, or at least I'm, yeah. starting to understand it more?
1: I think I'm a lot less of a perfectionist. Yeah, that's probably one thing that's changed the most. I think it has to when you when you get older and you work more with other people, like in your team environment. Yeah, so I think it's good.
3: But I think like when you, this is your baby, this is your project, yeah. like literally, um, it is, of course, you're going to be wanting to put your best foot forward, you want to be perfection, you know? Yeah, well,
1: I guess so. I feel like um, just being more patient and not, I don't know, like having more confidence allows you to not be so perfectionist because you just kind of trust your instincts more.
2: I think it's also knowing that uh, you don't need to make something that you don't love try and make that perfect like you know that there's going to be other great things in terms Mm. of writing music anyway having the trust that you can create good things and you can create and you can create better things anytime yeah i feel that
1: when you're younger you hold on to a lot of your good ideas i've got to save this and you
2: really try and like work super hard on this like thing because you think that it's you've got to make it perfect but in reality there's um you could just write another thing that's great. And
1: then three years time, you're going to think that's super cringe anyway. So like, I feel like we all understand that. It's just, that's not the goal anymore. It's just to make cool shit at the time. And then, um, keep going. Yeah. Losing your perfectionism, I think in, in a creative industry is the best thing you can do. Cause like points. Yeah. 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 Obviously there's times where you need to get into the nitty and gritty, but like, I'm like, I feel like a lot of people find it hard to actually turn their creative interest into a job because they're held back by this hardcore perfectionism, and it's impossible to keep it. You know, it can't be you can't be a hundred percent perfectionist. You got to have leeway. You got to have got to be give and take. What's the what's the word when you you find middle grounds? You know, especially when you're working with other people and when there's other people involved and it's not even just us four labels. At people like media you know like all these types of people that have an impact on your work and so it's just good to yeah i feel like that's a big change for us in my opinion i was just thinking about it when you said like what's the biggest change we spent eight months on one song when we first started together you know what i mean because we couldn't get it right you know like it's like i mean it happens with art and anyway you know <laughs> but then sometimes stuff just comes together real good in the moment and so
2: anyway i don't know yeah it's something you yeah. know
1: do you Terrific. find
3: some of your biggest hits are the ones that kind of just come together naturally?
2: Definitely. I mean, yeah. Woke Up Late and Catching Feelings are our biggest streaming songs mm. at this point in time. I mean, we just released an album, so <laughs> we're hoping that those songs are... <laughs> yeah, like we said, like, hope we can beat yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I'd say that all individually, we probably like some of the songs on the new album better than those songs, but those are our two uh, biggest streaming songs, like from a uh, metric point of view. Those mm. are our biggest songs statistically. What was the question um, then? Sorry? Um,
3: Do you find that the ones that you don't spend as gotcha, much time yeah. on that happen naturally are the ones that are your biggest hits?
2: Yeah, and those two songs. I mean, ca- woke up late. You probably wrote Spent a lot of time thinking well, about it. Yeah, but you wrote the chorus and the first verse. Yeah. in one night and then there was like another That's section true. like of a, of the song which I just I'd had and then we put them together and then yeah. the, we just did what seemed natural but the like, whole thing came I, together really quickly and like- then Catching Feelings was one that we um, wrote with some friends called uh, Machu and Malin from 660 and that was really just like a one day that was the first time that we met them and we wrote th- two or three songs I think that we released and that was one of them in one day so So, say
1: though like i feel like i feel like when you have an idea um the idea is if the idea is written usually quite quickly if it takes ages to write the idea the idea idea is probably not that great (laughs) but like as in like the bones of both of those songs were written quickly but But then the the finishing exactly like took a while the everything else takes ages sometimes but you know if a song's good in the first 20 minutes and Mm. it's up to you if you want to finish the bad ones or not so okay sometimes the 20 minutes you were actually wrong sometimes they actually are really good but like yeah that's what i mean like do do, (laughs) other ones that did the best there's actually i don't i don't actually know because like sometimes like woke up late took eight twelve months to go from like what it was into an actual song but then the idea was born in a minute, you um, know what I mean?
3: Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe yeah. you know, it didn't take 8-12 months, actually. It was only like four months, but yeah.
3: It's <laughs> still a long and we time. Were, and
1: we were working on other songs yeah, at the same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: so as a team, as a band, as a team, <laughs> I'm so Oh, it is a team. It. a team. But it is a team, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. No, I was stand by yeah, saying yeah, it as a, it's a team. Stammer, it's a as a game. team, yeah. like... We how, have team meetings. How does it work? Do you really? I like mean, one, two, three, cool. break. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you all sit together and is it is it brainstorming your certain parts? Is it like writing lyrics? Like how do, do you all kind of contribute to everything?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: We... I feel like we found a good... I feel like we've found now the best way to work, which is in my opinion someone brings in a core idea, like an idea of a lyric or a melody or a chord progression and then says like I have this... This is my bones. And then everyone starts to build the rest of it. Yeah. That feels like the best way to work for us. Sometimes when you all are trying to make something from scratch, it can get a little... convoluted just hard yeah, yeah. If someone has a really strong idea of like what they want to write about or like i love this chord progression then it's so nice because it's like you actually in a creative environment you want someone to feel really strongly about something sometimes like you want to be like well, i love also, this and
4: you be like
2: you diff-
1: feed off that energy you
2: know
3: yeah
4: it's yeah. also
2: difficult when you're trying to write music about experiences you're trying to write stories or yeah. or if it's not a story then you're trying to express a vibe and I'm trying to express someone ev- else's vibe. And not everybody has the same experience. So it's until the other, you can explain what you're thinking to the other people well enough for them to kind of be like, oh, okay, I get that. And now I can contribute. It's like Sean says, it's better to have just that core idea for us. And so that it contextualizes the uh, the rest of the things that will fit around it. Very oh, rarely yeah. are we writing about like a shared experience.
3: Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Because
1: like, how often does that happen? Maybe sometimes we can. We can, we often write about shared feelings that we all relate to our own experiences. But it's not like we all went on a roller coaster together and we're writing about that. You know? Yeah, what Yeah, I mean? we do, we're not. <laughs> like, that oh, does we're... <laughs> sound
3: like a brilliant idea, though.
1: All <laughs> yeah. right, <write> <laughs> maybe we should, yeah. we should.
3: You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I Thanks. expect probably the yeah, next yeah, yeah. Album
1: should be shared experiences. <laughs> That'll be so much easier to write about. But even then, you know, everyone has a different feeling about the same experience. So it is nice when someone feels really strongly about it. And it's like, this is, I love this. I love this vibe. It's easy. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's really cool that you do have like these, this four, the four of you. But I know that you have so many other people. I mean, we have Jack here today. You know, he's shout your, out Jack. Shout out Jack. You know, we have so many people who look after you, especially. You know,
2: yeah. he does look
1: after.
3: <laughs> he's gone bright red. <laughs> he bright does bright look after me. He's,
2: he's bright red a lot of the time. Uh, he's <laughs> like, I try man. and remind him to wear a sunblock.
3: <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, you do have such a supportive like people around you. <laughs> oh my god you guys the biggest <laughs> grins on your face sorry i'm so
2: sorry you might have them to so cut hard. that bit
1: out too. no the, not at all never all the time was well, you never harsh. cut out the
3: bits you say you got to cut out yeah. no nah, i'm just joking <laughs> um but i mean it is great to have such a supportive network around you and to have that core group of guys who you yeah. kind of working i mean is that why you think you work so well and you're having such great success that you are at the moment
1: i think the only reason we continue is because we all want the same thing that's really it I think that's kind of even if, you know, everyone supported supports each other naturally
2: because we all want the same thing. Yeah. I think if we wanted different things, we would support each other in like pursuing those things at whatever time and yeah. point in our lives. But we is. all
1: want like the same thing for the band, yeah. which is which is global is... domination.
3: <laughs> um and you'll get there because you are super, super, super Super talented. I cannot believe. Thank you very much. No, you're so welcome because very I nice. genuinely mean this. You guys are, all of you are super talented musicians. How on earth did this become your lives? Before busking, is this something yeah. as kids that you were like, I want to be a musician when I grow up? When you're blowing out the candles on your cake? <laughs> <laughs> think- That's
1: such a good question. I wish, <laughs> imagine if you could remember all of your birthday wishes.
3: Oh. Yeah.
1: Imagine that. Oh my God. Oh no, mine I was, got really dark, was, so I'm not gonna tell you what mine were <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some of them will be sad.
3: Super sad, right? Yeah.
1: Sorry, what were you what was the question? Um,
3: exactly that. What did you wish for when you blew out your candles as a kid? Well, I mean, is yeah, yeah. is this something that you always wanted you always knew you'd be like in music and wanted to be musicians, or did you want to be like a superstar soccer player?
2: I think I don't know, like When you're growing up, you kind of have different ideas. Like, I think I thought, oh, maybe I would want to try and be a designer or like an architect or yeah, a pilot. Still be a pilot. Whatever, yeah, but
3: you can still be a pilot.
2: I think we all came from different places, um, like in our musical journeys. For me, both my parents are musicians, so it's kind of just been something that's always been like in the house and like around me. Um, So. It's, I wouldn't say default, but it has always been the thing that's just been there for me. Uh, mm. Yeah.
1: I don't know. All of what us play about music you? from a young age. If I can speak on behalf of Matt, our drummer, and Ben, the guitarist.
4: Yeah.
1: I think Matt started playing drums when he was like, you know, he went to drum lessons from the age of maybe like 11 or 12. Oh my God. Wow. And, and he Wow. And he played in church. He played in church.
4: Yeah.
2: And his mum right. is a musician as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. so Ben started playing guitar around the same time. Probably he 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 grew up in um, Waihee Beach in, in south of Tauranga in New Zealand. So he started learning guitar because his friend was learning guitar and he wanted to like be cool like him. So he, but like all of us, so <laughs> isn't that probably, always
3: the way you, you probably start started music things? the
2: earliest out of all of us because you had it in the house like piano, right? Yeah, I started piano lessons like and once I say I started piano lessons, I
1: his mom's a piano teacher
2: my mom's a piano teacher but i actually when i was six years old i without even telling my mom that i was going to ask him went and asked her piano teacher like her teacher who was like she's she was a piano teacher and then she still had a teacher and i was like cool like if you're my mom's teacher i'm gonna ask you (laughs) (laughs) so i did that when i was like six but um, it's pretty legit if That I,
3: makes sense though I get it
2: yeah, 100% if, You don't you know want mum like, to
3: teach you She's here there to You know yeah. Yeah. Support you and feed you not But
2: she is a great teacher
3: <laughs> And that's like Not <laughs> taking
2: anything away from her
3: She's no, not But amazing. also you
2: don't really
1: want you, Like getting my mum To teach me how to drive Was hard You know, you I want was it, literally you know, going like, to say The
3: driving Yeah uh, Like
2: you want someone yeah. else Yeah But I think, <laughs> No offence mum <laughs> I think that we all Probably started to take it Like somewhat shout seriously Shout out mum Yeah <laughs> Yeah yeah Seriously shout out to Sean's mum Shout out my mum but yeah, no. I think we all probably started to take it like somewhat seriously around the age of maybe like fourteen, like when we started playing in bands and maybe. stuff with yeah, other people. Right, yeah, right. Did I, you
3: guys go to school together? Sorry no. to interrupt. No, okay. New
2: Plymouth, right? What yeah, I went. I went to a New Zealand a school called Francis Douglas in New Plymouth. Ben was
1: in, like I said, in Tauranga, or South of Tauranga in, in Waiphi Beach. I went to Kapiti College, north of Wellington, and then Matt went to Silver. What is it?
2: St. Pat's Silverstream
1: Silver which is north of Wellington just on the other side of the hill so we went to different high schools but me and Matt met when we were like 16 and we both did the young musicians jazz mm. course in Wellington
2: and I met Sean. i so I've known at like for a long time the jazz summer school kind of around the same time yeah yeah and uh, then um, Sam met uh, Ben at like a guitar conference
1: when they were 16. Oh so my God, we all so cute. we all, and, we all yeah. went a, we all passed each other at around 16. I feel like though yeah which is interesting but New Zealand's really small so we all started... It's
3: beautiful. New <laughs> yeah. Zealand is beautiful, but also very small, small yes. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> what did I say? I was just going to say, I think w- w- the way that I understand it is we all kind of started taking it seriously when we started playing with other people. Yeah. I'm not sure...
3: bit of competition?
2: Ma- yeah, and also maybe like just you have... A standard to uphold for like other people it's not right. just you sitting in your room having to like practice this thing
3: dun, dun, over and over dun, again dun,
2: yeah yeah dun,
3: dun, 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 i mean that was pretty dun, much what dun, i was doing dun, for like the first dun, four dun. years of playing bass yeah. <laughs> i think i, I, I took it, that in high school <laughs> yeah i think yeah, i took yeah.
1: it seriously probably a little bit later like i took it seriously at around about 17 i was playing music since i was like 11 but it wasn't until i was 17 where i was like I had to stop playing basketball cuz I hurt my foot and I just stopped playing basketball. And then um and that was when yeah. Okay. yeah.
3: You're a little accident prone, aren't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't actually an accident. I was just I had really bad feet. I had this terrible thing that like inflamed my Achilles and it like, happens during the end of puberty and I oh. just and I couldn't like walk for like a whole year. Well, I couldn't like run. It was just horrible. So I had to fully stop playing basketball, which oh, sucked.
3: Oh, that's so disappointing cuz you're very tall.
1: I'm not that tall. I'm only a six. I'm just six foot on the dot. So with shoes, I'm like six one. Maybe. Okay.
3: Compared to me, that's very tall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, I, I, yeah, that was, <clears throat> we all, we all took it seriously, probably more seriously at that point because we had to, we were going to go to uni for music mm. and I was like, I'm going to go to uni for music. I have to take it real seriously now. Yeah. And mm. so you came, that's where we met properly, was at university. That's
3: unreal. It's amazing how you all different <coughs> places, and then you just were at the right place at the right time to meet each other and meet whoever else needed to be there. Yeah. Mm. Just kind of kismet, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What? Kismet. kismet.
2: What's that? It means like,
1: like fortuitous. Serendipitous.
3: Serendipitous. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah.
1: True. I feel like life is definitely mostly about timing. So yeah.
3: 100%. Pretty, yeah. And feel free if you want to call any of your songs kismet.
1: Kismet. I've never heard Orientees. that word. What language is that from?
3: Kismet. It's just English. How it's you an spell English it? Word. K-I-S-M-E-T. Kismet. There's no
1: way that's. That like, was
3: really cute that we that, just it, did it, that together. It's that Yiddish. Was I was
1: going to say, is, it is, is it, it is it is it Yiddish? Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, oh, yeah, yeah. Alicia's, Alicia's just I was entered the chat. To say, Alicia just
3: googled, and I cool. m- made me look. No, she didn't even Google. Wrong.
1: She knew because it, it reminded me of uh, what's the word? Chutzpah. Which is also chutzpah, Yiddish. I
3: know I know chutzpah. That oh, means yeah. you have chutzpah.
1: Yeah. That means you yeah. got you it. Got the, you got, got the cojones. The juice. Yeah, the, yeah, ju- yeah, yeah. <laughs> the juice. <laughs> the juice.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Leishi. Leishi, Leisha, who works with so me immediately. Like
1: kismet Week. or something, right?
3: Kismet. Oh, yeah. That's a great That is That is a very good way of saying it. Anyway, <laughs> serendipitous. What about yes. that? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah serendipitous. A lot of kismet involved.
3: Also, I do want to know, though, because you are very poppy, which I love, by the way. Absolutely, I'm such a pop girl. Like, if you saw my Spotify Wrapped, you would not be very impressed with me. Um, I would love to know what it is. It is so white not, girl basic. Can I guess? I just put up. You did. That's fine. It's happened before. Um,
1: can I guess what it is? <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> so, like, you say, like the most basic white girl,
3: and I'm not going to be offended because you're that's probably right, going to be I'm, right. I'm not.
1: I don't mean this in no, an no, offensive I th- way. I, I think I think you I, should let her say. No, no, no. no, no, I, no I want
3: Shan to okay. guess.
1: Taylor Swift, number one,
3: a hundred percent. Number
1: two. Let me guess. Megan Trainer. Nah. Okay, wait. Let me guess again. Oh, oh. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Nah. Oh
3: fuck. I'm too old for that.
1: Sorry. 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 I'll
3: give you oh, one. Bruno more. Mars? No. Nah. Oh damn! No, but he is Mark Ronson. He's amazing. No, um, damn,
2: I miss
4: I <laughs> Ariana got Grande. Ah, oh, of
2: course. <laughs> What's sorry? It's <laughs> into damn. you. The like your favorite. So you. song? That song is
1: insane.
3: Did I did I join your band? Number that was three? amazing. What's yeah.
2: number oh like Ed Sheeran or something?
3: Oh no, this is so embarrassing. Oh number three, Robbie no,
1: Williams. Damn <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Celine Dion.
1: Oh yeah. Oh dude. Okay. That's not embarrassing. <laughs> on is, really? is the best
2: in the world. Right.
3: Also, I had Teeks on there.
2: Ah, oh, nice. Awesome.
1: And
3: He's then great. and then Lizzo. Oh
2: yeah. So cool. Teeks
3: was such a random, like I must have just loved one song that I yeah, like. Yeah. I'm He's one got of those. Got an girls. Amazing voice, eh? Yeah, oh, amazing. But what about you guys? Like, have you done your Spotify raps? I used to shoot I music. Did,
2: yeah. I can M- check. I know what it was, actually. It was- Most mo- the, my top three songs are by this guy called Medium Build. Oh. I don't know if you know. I'm looking at Leishy. No,
3: Leishy doesn't know. Medium it's kind build. of
2: a little. It's, it's a little bit niche, cuts. but it's like. Um, oh
3: yeah, of course. Kind of niche. like
2: folk it's bass player, deep cut vibe. Oh ah. yeah.
3: yeah. Are these kind of your influences? Is where I was really getting uh, yeah, yeah, getting yeah, yeah. it for this. I mean, well, those maybe are not yeah. my maybe horses. for the next
1: project. I I, I love that album Dijon put out last year. Yeah, was it last year? Absolutely. Uh, that song, and I really love Unknown Metal Orchestra's new album Five. Yeah, the yeah, song Layla great. is just like that was
2: what, that was oh on my, my top God. five as well.
1: But that- I only just discovered UMO. Really, I mean, I knew they were. I knew Multi Love. This song, Multi Love, and I knew their. But stuff. you just got it. But like I just like, got into it. Yeah, in, yeah. I, I think um, someone sent me. That album oh i was like one of the guys from bala brigada and i like put on my instagram like give me new albums to listen to and they're like "Fire by UMR. i was like okay i'll finally listen i really to love album.
2: how that record sounds that's crazy
1: it's like so distorted soft. Mm-hmm. i think i was it's not it does. it sounds like it was recorded like 40 years ago but
2: like
4: oh that's new, sick yeah. like but i was keep saying keep to rock.
2: yeah i was saying to the our guitarist ben that i feel like if it was mixed differently, mm. the context in which it's applicable, like where you would listen to it would be completely different. Mm. Like pe- I hear it in Dijon cafes record. and stuff all the time. And then I'm like, if this was mixed in a more harsh way, hi-fi. There's n- yeah, hi-fi way, there's no way you would want to listen to it in a mm. cafe. It would be hectic. It's like very low fi very distorted. Yeah. yeah, it's cool.
3: Do you reckon then that, in like five years' time, you guys will sound completely different.
1: I don't think so. That's a good question. We've been talking about it because we're think we're like talking about what we should do for our next record now. Mm. Like we're going on a little writing trip next week. Oh,
3: um, where are you going?
1: Uh, we're just going up north in an Airbnb somewhere, like upper, between up, here upper,
2: and upper Newcastle. Upper
1: coast, oh,
3: cool! Would you
2: like the address? <laughs>
3: Yeah I would love it Um, I'll be there Do you need any inspo? Um, Yeah yeah You're just there like Giving
2: us like Words that we don't know
3: Yeah (laughs) Just shooting in I'll just throw words at you That's fine No 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 I'm just curious As to whereabouts I don't know I think I mean obviously Do not (laughs) tell me Exactly where But do let me just I don't know
1: I don't know where it is But like The 1975 put out That crazy like Kind of grunge Rock record Like one song On the album One song yeah Which is pretty interesting But like that definitely didn't sound like them.
4: Mm.
2: Um, I think
1: that that so, was like
2: kind of a almost like a political step. It was like the reason they did it was because it was trying to parallel like this punk. Yeah. And also, aesthetic. like I guess, like for to get interest, like it was so far out, off, of, run,
1: out of what yeah. they usually mm-hmm. would do. But so, like, I don't know. Maybe we'd do that. I'm literally open to anything. Like, I feel like it'll be fun to have a complete. Um, Different, like a fork in the road for just like one little thing. I don't know. We all have such crazy diverse musical tastes. And, and what
2: realistically, we, we also make quite, I would say, uh, there's a reasonable range in the style of music that we yeah, make. But yeah,
1: but it was all still like in the mid, it's all kind of in the middle, you know? Like it's like there's a five lane highway. We're kind of in the middle three. Yeah, we haven't really yeah, gone yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. We haven't overtaked on the right yet, and we have we're not going super slow. So, like maybe we'll do something like that for for something. It'll be really fun. Mm. Put out a jazz record. Put out a th-
3: that would be amazing. I want to hear like a full jazz record because that's how you guys.
1: Yeah, that's all just it's not enough. I was talking to my friend the other day. There's not enough hours in the day for jazz. I reckon you know this is yeah. too many notes. It's just, it's just- Is
3: that called scatting? Scat?
1: <laughs> no, oh. I'm just taking the piss.
3: Oh. <clears throat> oh, you were basic. Being- <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I said, "There's not enough hours in the um, day for more." You're than f- talking to the person who listens to you, guys,
3: and Taylor yeah. Swift and Ariana <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Grande.
4: <laughs> That's
1: great. This <laughs> is honestly, Appreciate maybe I don't know. We would probably do something like that. No, not all of us came through jazz, so Ben went to a contemporary music course, so he doesn't know anything other than the four chords. You know,
3: <laughs> dun, <laughs> just dun, like dun, he's dun. Just once again, he just I'm G-D. just going to outline
1: that sarcasm because knows, I, like, like, I don't want to belittle. Dun, 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 dun. I think he knows E. He just learned E, which is cool. And um, yeah.
3: Do you, I want to know? Do any of you have perfect pitch?
1: No, except no.
3: for my voice, which is really high. Just that. No. I
1: think most musicians have pretty good relative. Yeah, pitch. they
3: do, right?
1: Like, but perfect pitch is like a affliction. You know, like it's like a like you don't really want it. You know, it's like detrimental. Like Charlie Puth talks oh, about oh, it. I know I he's about perfect pitch, pitch, and, and yeah. Jacob Collier has it, and and some other musicians that are kind of famous. But like. It's helpful, but I wouldn't say it's like a good thing. You don't need it. Like Charlie Puth talks about the first time he used Auto Tune, and he cried because he finally something was in tune for his ear. I was like, that sounds horrific. Imagine having that emotional response to something being out of tune. It would just be
2: detrimental. I feel like obviously you'd have to get over it, but like just doesn't sound that fun. There's beauty in imperfection, kind of like what you were saying before. But like they can be imperfect. Like Jacob Collier can like play in any. I know, but tuning. but it's yeah. it's yeah. it's far. I'm sure it would be far more satisfying if you had perfect pitch. I feel to like hear ignorance is bliss, really in tune. and a lot <laughs> of musicians spend a lot of time
1: trying to forget stuff, and we have too. You know, like you learn everything, and then you try and forget it because you're just trying to you want to make just something that feels feels good. good yeah. You know, so imagine having that. Imagine knowing, you know, just too much information. Too much power.
3: Totally. Do you, uh, my great grandfather was do you know my great grandfather. <laughs> yeah. My great grandfather was a famous concert pianist and composer. Yeah. Wow. Child prodigy, and um, no, the gene did not come through to me. What was his um, name? Luis Esteban. Oh, sorry, Julio Esteban and guitar. So. so this was in the oh. Philippines and in the Peabody. He he studied at the Peabody, uh, sorry, yeah. taught at the Peabody in the US. Yeah. Um, and he wouldn't allow his sons, he had four sons, he wouldn't allow any of them to play the piano in case he, went out, sure. that people thought it was him.
2: Oh, <laughs> really?
3: Because he was like such a perfectionist.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's crazy,
3: crazy right? intense, man. It's crazy. Actually, I just want to – I know I know we've got to wrap in a sec, but I do, do have a quick question. Oh, yeah, I know. One. It's far past I two. I know. Let's just keep going. Let's yeah,
1: keep going a little longer.
3: Okay, cool. Um, So I do want to – there is a kid who does have perfect pitch back on that perfect pitch thing, and I can't remember his name, and he's he's this kid. He's like six or seven or eight, something in that vicinity. He sees notes in colour.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is it's that something it's you guys synesthesia. synesthesia? Synesthesia,
3: yeah. I is think that- some.
1: I mean, I've had I it think, a couple I of think, times. I think we have
2: like. My brother has it a little bit. Really? Yeah. I think I have just like thoughts. I don't think I have physical, like I'm actually seeing color. But it's like, oh, oh that, that. Feels like a bit like this vibe yeah. I don't know Sometimes I've had dreams And it's like just all
1: colour And then I wake up with a song idea But I don't have the synesthesia thing People who have synesthesia Are uh, pretty cool
3: Wait Can we unpack that? You <laughs> you have dreams in colour Like you have actual dreams And yeah. then you write a song About the dream Or it's just an inspiration oh,
1: Like every every Six months or so I might have a Intense dream and then have a whole melody. Yeah, usually when I'm really tired.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow, it is
2: really cool though. Like I feel there's there's been a couple I times don't... when you when I say you is in like people the royal you people, like um you wake up with something and you're just like oh wow yeah I've I was talking to Matt about it Matt our drummer he mm. always tries to um he gets up really early and he like starts his day really early because he says like the most uh, efficient and creative time that your brain is like working is before 10 or 10
3: 30.
2: Totally. Yeah. So Which is bullshit. I reckon
3: <laughs> you a night out.
2: He's definitely a night
1: out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just Why does like,
3: that not surprise me? I don't know. Like,
1: Oh, it depends on what I've honestly, it depends on what I've been eating. Like,
3: yeah. Right.
1: <clears throat> I can, yeah. Like if it's, if you just, I'm getting into it now. If you're eating if you <laughs> let's if go I, deep, babe. If let's I'm eating, deep. if I'm in keto, if I'm eating a keto diet, then yes, you can be creative at any time of the day. But like when I'm eating carbs, I cannot wait. I don't. I wake up and there's nothing. I'm That's foggy till yeah. eleven at least. I, f- you know I feel
2: mean? like just getting into the. I don't know. Over the last year and a half, I've tried to do this thing where I like get up and then I work on music for thirty minutes. Like, yeah,
4: you just can build in the morning. Like, sure.
2: is Well, not as soon as, but like get up, maybe have a coffee or something and then work on music for 30 minutes and then like it can be good or it can be crap, but then at least you have done something. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it has definitely increased uh, ability.
1: I think all of us would think and agree that creativity is like a muscle and you can Mm -hmm. make it stronger and you can make it more flexible and it gets tired and
2: you're going to recharge, you know, like, it's just like I when we know. finished doing the album we were like cool don't want to do any music i don't even want to like, listen to it anymore for like two weeks <laughs> at least yeah
3: you're like other people can listen to it i just don't want to listen yeah,
2: to it i mean it says that he
1: says like once i put it out it's not my song anymore and it's totally true you know and uh obviously he's got a lot more people to share the, his music with
2: <laughs> i don't know i've been i i think maybe after when we, fin- when we got the mixes back and then we listened to it because there's like, that is the period of perfection. It's like the yeah, mix exactly, stage, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're like really like listening fine detail at that point in time. And then after that, it was like, cool, I don't want to listen to this for at least, Two to four weeks mm. Yeah And then you come back to it And then I'm like Oh cool I hear songs differently It's like quite you're awesome You're
3: like oh my god This is actually really good <laughs>
2: Yeah
1: Because yeah. you're not in that. Cri- but
3: truly You're not in that critical mindset yep. Are you You, you actually can separate a, You can, can, can separate try and from be from an it.
1: audience member Which is so hard When you're in the process
3: Oh 100% yeah. I mean speaking of being in the audience It's like Being at your gigs Is like a whole other level <laughs> Because it's But it's just amazing Thanks. to watch Because you. you all do everything There's like That's not
1: true Matt can't sing. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! I'm actually kidding. That was actually a joke. That was was genuinely a joke. (laughs) Matt can actually sing. He's quite good, and he's gotten a lot better. I can't play saxophone, and no one, none of them can play sax. Or they can, but it sounds terrible. I have a
3: question. (laughs) Did you ever used to play the fagatini? No.
1: What is that? What's that?
3: (laughs) Isn't it the? Oh no!
1: (laughs) What the fuck is a (laughs) fagatini?
3: I'm not even making this up. (laughs) <laughs>
1: okay.
3: It's like you're a gonna have to explain baby now. oboe.
1: Oh no! Nah. Oh, but really? I just realized oboes it's not as so hard. I'm mixing
3: my cousins up. Two of my cousins played. One played the fagatini mm. and the oboe, and the other one played the saxophone. And then I was like, maybe the fagatini was the baby nah. saxophone.
1: The oboes are hard
2: another whole ball game Yeah, that's they're the double read. Nah, no, that's mental.
3: Really? Nah, yeah, that's up, like dude. you're
2: gonna get an, an aneurysm from playing one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way harder. It's probably the
1: oboe is the hardest instrument. And if there's a fagatini, or, which is even or bas- smaller. Or bassoon. Bassoon's pretty hard. Yeah, but bro, like the smaller it gets, the harder it gets. Like soprano's hardest mm. to keep in tune. Though. I imagine a sure. tiny little. Nah, no. Isn't
3: it just about um using your. Isn't it just about.
1: Come on. What? <laughs> isn't it just about what?
3: <laughs> but it's about. <laughs> oh my God. Go. This is actually going to sound so dirty and I'm so embarrassed. Oh, okay. No, isn't it about like.
1: The tongue
3: the tongue nah, and it's about breathing it's about it's about
1: all of the fine muscles in your lips sing? and your and your and, and around blowing and blowing yeah but yeah. like it's mostly honestly it's mostly about this all these
3: do you have to do exercises? <laughs> please do that again
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hilarious.
3: what do you do i can't i will have to do it with one hand well, it's
4: it's like, like...
1: saxophone on my show is like this <laughs>
2: Trumpet embouchure is
4: like, like
1: flatter.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oboe like, you
2: know, like fuck that, dude. Yeah, yeah. clarinet's
3: like. <laughs> what about flute?
2: Flute's like, <laughs> <laughs> he actually plays flute as well.
3: Of course you do. The flute. He was going to bring it along,
2: but yeah, he, I, no, it
1: wasn't. <gasps> oh I wasn't. Oh my god, <laughs> actually it wasn't. No, um, and at jazz school, uh, um, when if you play the saxophone, you got to learn the clarinet and the flute. Of course. And that's just what they make you do. Because they're real similar.
3: Um, I know you didn't grow up in Australia, but we had to learn the recorder when we were in, in high school. Well, everyone did in New Zealand too. You I did think. that in, in New Zealand too? Uh, even Patty's yeah. nodding along, our, our, record, our producer. A, He's like nodding. He's like, yeah, yup, why did he? Hu- Sam's
1: primary school didn't even have ones you could take home. They have the box of like <laughs> Ditto. <debt off, laughs> and and like, Dude, dro-
3: public school, <laughs> I you got dro-
1: you. You drop the plastic like recorder into the box i never played i never played recorder actually i never played it yeah lucky for some no i never got i never did it
3: you never got to play the recorder
1: no i i I really didn't want to or something um i got probably uh, because it was in a box of 20 others eight weeks of guitar lessons when i was six
3: god knows how long and then i didn't
1: play any other instruments till i was 11 or nine
3: i played the triangle
1: yeah, triangle's the hardest instrument in the orchestra.
3: Yeah, no, Genuinely. truly, because you've got to like
1: you've got to wait for like one, ten minutes, two,
3: three, four, four <sighs> five, six. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and you're just counting <laughs> counting rests for like ten minutes, and then you miss it. Yeah, the conductor's like, "Yo, well, you lost your job."
2: Um,
3: yeah. Actually, I always kind of wondered about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just.
3: I'm loving this. This is great. What else can I make you do? Are you a good conductor, Sean? Nah. You're so good at like nah, mimicking things. No, I'm terrible at conducting.
1: No one wants to listen to me.
3: <laughs> if I've
1: got a big saxophone in my hand, then it's then people will listen to me, but yeah. no nah, those little sticks don't come up. It is crazy attention.
2: It is crazy though watching I mean, you're talking about live before I'm just gonna go back to that. like when Sean picks up the saxophone, people just like, there's something. It's like that, and then when Matt plays the wood block, yeah, those are like the two things where people just something have this like them. intense reaction, scream. It's like a so human.
3: Like I don't like know what it is. Growl? It's like a gra-
2: It's like gravity. It's it's ridiculous. But
4: I don't know
1: what it insane. is. It's silly. But the it makes thing, no sense. No,
3: but you know what it is. I think it's because you're in the middle of a song.
4: Oh yeah.
3: What? No, it's just like it's like a builder. A different, it's a different like thing and it's like have, all of right? a sudden you've been singing and now yeah. all of a sudden you've got a goddamn saxophone in triggers the mean yeah.
1: dopamine. And you yeah. just building. and everyone
3: just loses their mind. What's up with he the like woodblock? You like Elvis? Though?
1: Yeah. What's the woodblock? What's up with the woodblock?
3: Is that the woodblock?
1: He has like a little plastic blue oh, thing that he has. It's not even made of wood. It's a plastic one. People still lose their shit.
3: Actually, do you know what I saw a couple of weeks ago, or who I saw? I went to Def Leppard and Motley Crue. Oh, amazing. Amazing. And wasn't purely by choice, but then I got. It's a long story. Anywho, the one-armed drummer in Def Leppard.
2: mm Is he? He's.
1: You're
3: gonna say, is he, "Is he still one up. Is he still? I didn't. I didn't, didn't. grow back, Sam.
2: <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of technology I, these I days. I didn't say that. I, I didn't know say what that. you meant. Is like, he
3: using? A, is he using arms? prosthetics or anything?
2: Well, no. I was just gonna say, is he still playing? Yes. Because like, I don't know. I they seem like maybe they're quite like old. Like
1: they
3: are so know. old. I did expect one of them to How maybe are they? fall on stage. Oh, they're in their seventies. That's not that. No, wait. 60s, 70s.
1: That's not even that okay, old. Okay. Motley Crue. they got I mean, more Tommy time Lee, left man. in their life than I've lived. Yeah.
3: Tommy Lee. Absolute legends. Was like, I mean, that was literally what I was there to see, just Tommy Lee just being rogue. But he was like to the audience, show us your titties. And like girls were getting up on the screen and what like showing do? their titties. Um, I was on a date, a very respectable date. All right. I would have done
1: it. Just <laughs> letting you know. I would have shown mine. <laughs>
3: I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to ask you to, but like, sure, that's totally fine. No, it was crazy. I mean, that's but it was kind amazing. of part of the, his th- image,
2: th- right? One, that's yeah. like oh. his the, his whole thing is just like it's
3: trying crazy. to.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. But the one arm so drummer. It so just a bunch of 70 year olds lifting up their tops?
3: Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh. It was a, you know what? There was a lot of young people in the crowd. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Tick-top. But it was really crazy that the one arm drummer back to the one arm drummer. Yeah. <laughs> like, was. What's his name? I, I actually don't know. Lishi, Google. Def Leopard drummer. Um, <laughs> so nice having you in here. Isn't it?
1: Uh, he's a fame. He's got a famous name.
3: Um, what? I don't know Rick. if you told me. What, what, do you <laughs> <a> famous,
1: <laughs> what do you mean he's got a
2: famous? What do you mean he's got a famous name?
3: <laughs> but insane.
2: Yeah, I,
3: uh-huh. Rick, Allen. Rick Allen. Rick Allen. It actually is a famous uh, name. I think he is a
2: famous name. Maybe you were thinking like sounds like Rick Astley. No.
3: <laughs> Rick Astley. What an absolute tune. So All it was right. a good guy. What? It was a
2: good gig. A good gig.
3: Yeah, Sorry. it was a good gig. Nice. Oh yeah, show me your Australian accent.
1: Uh, it was a good gig. It was mad. It was hectic. Hectic. It
3: was a hectic. No, gig. you started way too <laughs> way too Wellington then. Yeah, hectic.
1: Well, he, it was hectic. Hectic. Hectic.
3: Hectic,
1: hectic, hectic. mate. Hectic. Yeah. Say, mate. 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 <laughs> mate. Is um, that
3: a big culture shock coming over here or no? Nah. Nah, it's exactly the same.
1: I got a bunch of friends in, in Sydney. I came here when I was like 18
2: for a jazz camp and I am kept kept a bunch of those friends. I do think coming on holidays here from New Zealand, I didn't realise that it was like, or I didn't think then that it was very different. But then living here for a more extended period of time, I think, yeah. you know, like Pretty different. socially it is actually Noticeably different, which totally, is like yeah. quite interesting, I just didn't expect it, so is
3: yeah. it really yeah yeah totally. i think
2: I think that honestly, I think that there's a confidence in um Australian social culture that is like isn't as common in New Zealand.
4: I would like say, self-confidence. You're more
1: chill than so, so no, New Zealand. I, I think that Australians think that they are self-deprecating and they have tall poppy syndrome and all these types of things that we also think we have in New Zealand. But it's not as prevalent in Australia. I feel like it's, a, it's like between New Zealand and America. Americans are very outspoken. They're willing to tell you what they're good at. Yeah. Australia's like kind in of the in middle. the middle, maybe slightly below yeah. the middle. I feel like, in my opinion... New Zealanders will never be like, oh, I'm good at this. And I feel like...
3: No, you're uh, very humble.
1: I, 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 I am not... I, 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 would, I would... I'll put myself out there. I'm, I'm not New Zealand in that way. But um, Australians are like... Well,
3: you've got to have some sort of confidence in your abilities, right?
1: I think, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's a difference between confidence and, and humbleness or whatever. It's but nice
3: like, to be a little, little but bit like, both. I think
2: it's more about like the social yeah, um, yeah. sort of thing that I was meaning like... Uh, you may be personally confident, but it's more about how acceptable that is, like mm, in there we go. in general society and 100%. like how much people are okay with you putting yourself out there maybe is a little bit different. Yeah. I
3: mean, to get to where you are, you've obviously gotta have some sort of you are confident in your abilities, which is amazing. And you also just work hard and you're passionate. Yeah.
1: yes sir. Yeah. Yeah. I Guess right. so. Yeah. Guess <laughs> so. I don't know. And there's the humble. (laughs) Some people probably can get to where they want to be without necessarily even believing in themselves. They're just ridiculously good. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That that would definitely be an exception though.
1: Can
3: I tell you though, working in this industry for as long as I have and doing the amount of interviews that I do with all types of creatives, creatives are the most insecure.
1: Sure, yeah, totally. and you
3: and you and it's almost like a mask. like you will get on stage and yeah. like you would be a completely different person to just us sitting having a conversation. Mm. I think
2: maybe part of that is people uh, like there's, I mean, now sure there's like sales and things like that, but it is a totally um subjective thing, like from a musical point of view anyway. Whether something is good or not is like completely subjective. A song might have hardly any people listening to it, but there might be 20 people in the world who think that that's the best song they've ever heard in their lives. And if you believe it, then you believe it if you're the person who's making it. But it's, I think that that like can create a lot of turbulence, at least for people who make music or maybe, you know, creative arts, visual arts, like.
3: Yeah, and it's hard when you've got like a world that's really only focusing on like five superstars, you know, and it kind of mm. doesn't mm. necessarily leave space for all the – well, it does leave space because obviously there's a lot of, you know, microcosms of all facets of music. music. Yeah, yeah. But it, I just think like sometimes, you know, with the Grammys, for instance, you're just always highlighting the same five people or the same five genres or whatever. Mm. It kind of doesn't – Interesting. I feel like think, also,
1: yeah, I think another thing to note is that like – it can you don't like false confidence also occurs when oh, yeah, when yeah, people yeah. are told that they're good and they're not. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, but you know also, what I mean?
1: Like it's hard. Like, how do you even know if you're good? have to have a level of emotional intelligence enough to know if like the I feel like the best comedians in the world are like the most they have the highest ability self, for self reflection self awareness yeah. that's the one and i feel like that's the same with musicians Absolutely. like you have to work on your self awareness because otherwise
2: you, otherwise you're literally doomed like you have to know you know yeah it is interesting though i i remember speaking to one of the guys who was uh a teacher at by the a way jazz i'm saying the, i just
1: want to say i don't think i know i'm just saying that you should be like musician. Like I, you know, I'm not saying that I'm like the most self-aware or anything. Yeah. yeah. No, like, no, but you're, you're like, on a journey to be exactly, like, exactly. we, I
3: think we all are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, carry on. Um, I don't oh. want to come off as that guy <laughs> yeah, who's yeah. like, I'm the fucking man, you know, like
3: <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. If you are the fucking man, it's yeah. fine.
1: I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be the man.
3: <laughs> when you got that saxophone and <laughs> yeah. that microphone, I'll tell you what, you are the man. So <laughs> yeah, thank
2: you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. The guy who was a teacher at my jazz school, this guy Roger Sellers, who is like a legendary jazz drummer, probably like internationally, like has done the m- one s- of the most, some of like the best work of somebody out of New Zealand as a jazz musician. He used to play with Charlie Parker, who's yeah. considered to be probably the most, the best saxophone player to ever live and the most influential. Yeah, one and he, he's Roger's not alive anymore, but the thing that he said is that some of the most of the people that he met who were the best like um musicians like technically expressively creatively whatever were the most emotionally aware whether or not they're emotionally intelligent or like they have the self-control um emotionally is like different but they were definitely the most like emotionally and self-aware people that he had like met out of Makes any. Sense group of
1: people my brother has the yeah. same concept he reckons that when he's improvising jazz with other jazz musicians like imp- learning how to improvise is also learning how to be um, uh, also working on your <laughs> emotional intelligence because well, you got to listen yeah you have to listen and interact in in in, in real time and i feel like that's it's, it goes hand in hand and so like he is i think a really good jazz musician and he also has pretty high emotional intelligence did which one came first? Who knows? Who knows? But like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's 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 so connected. definitely connected. Yeah, <clears throat>
2: yeah.
3: This has honestly been so great, light and shade. It's been fabulous. <sighs> I do want to just throw the microphone to my Lishi though. Leashy has Alicia has um, listened to your Upside album.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. You just haven't.
3: once. No, I have. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I have. I even wrote down disrespect and luxury. Thank you. Love those. Yeah, that makes
1: sense with your your, your Spotify right. raps. So
3: such po- I know. And like <laughs> as, as the minute I know when we were talking about it before, I was like, yeah, this makes so much. You no, know, I'm, I'm not many as a. But I also way. love when you could do covers. Like I love when you do covers, but I also loved your album. But I'm also like such a big like live gig person. Awesome. So I'm gonna throw the mic Thank to Lishi. Lishi, come over here, and then and then.
5: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, is that all right? Come and take can? a seat. Uh, I think he is fine.
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> if
5: I if I
3: come take a seat between the things. you can if you want to. Oh, I I might just well, like sing to sink into the, to the, the chair. Seat, no. Here.
5: Yeah. Come well, okay. okay.
1: Come sit here. You can come sit here.
5: Oh you? Oh, can okay. Yeah. And maybe I'll ask you a question together. Oh, I'm Jack. <laughs> <God, you're laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah. Sure. Okay. No, so
5: I listened to it. I listened to it all weekend. You actually saved someone's life. Um, I was about to get into a road rage incident with someone, oh, and wow. then the last two songs were playing. My luck and. Mr. Thunder. Mr. Thunder and um they were calming and I didn't get out of the car and I just wow. honked my horn you were gonna kill someone I probably was oh yeah it gosh. was a Westfield parking lot on a Saturday yeah. uh, at 11am yeah, that's,
2: that's like a massive cortisol spike situation exactly right? and
5: she yeah. was trying to take my spot
1: mm. rude I um, no so, I feel you
5: yeah I truly was gonna murder um so well, would to, you consider good.
1: yourself a generally murderous person or just in that specific situation? No, in that specific
5: incident. Would you like me to answer that? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It's good um, to
2: know that the music's giving back to like
4: the world. It's you know? Exactly.
5: Saving lives. Yeah. Saving um, lives. <laughs> the, the, so yeah. I guess it was specifically to those two. There's yeah, so. an incredible moment
4: mm. at the
5: end where the songs transition. Mm. Yeah. You must be getting a lot of feedback from that. Um, because yeah. it's incredible. Like uh, a couple of weeks ago, we saw Boys to Men, and that's what it was giving mm, me. It was yeah. giving Boys to Men. Mm. Um, Fair enough. Sorry, yeah. can we just talk about? <clears throat> can we just talk about Boys to Men? Have they had an influence on you
3: or?
2: No, nah. not particularly. <laughs> no, but they are amazing. Yeah.
3: But they
1: were amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not I specifically mean, them, sorry. but maybe like. I don't know, yeah, ja- jazz singing in general, barbershop maybe? Yeah. Yeah.
5: So whose idea was it to, to have that so kind it was of a moment? It
1: was literally yeah. all Sean's so idea. So he wanted my luck to put those is in F-sharp major. In. I'm going to get specific.
5: That's fine. No. I <laughs> play guitar. So yeah. F-sharp major is,
1: and then Mr. Thunder is in D major, right? E major. It's in D major. Yeah, yeah, It's in D major, and they're a major third apart, which is a really strange key to transition into fourths are easy fifths are easy six whatever even a second is fine it feels like a rise but a major third is like one of the weirdest ch- keys to change into there's a famous song jazz song called giant steps which changes between major thirds and it's, it's it's perfect there's 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 a major third and another major third and then you're back to the same note so it's a weird it's a weird cadence anyway so the, i was struggling and so i called my, my brother who's a jazz musician and he helped me compose it and i said i need we need to get to the a which is the five of the D, so we can get to the D. How do I get to an A dominant seven from an F sharp? And he helped me, and we composed it together. He he played it on piano, and um, then I edited some stuff because then I sang it all on voice. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. It was really hard. Um, I would. It was funny
2: because it was. It came about like actually quite late because we had to finish the songs. Yeah to then be able to do that part. Yeah. And I remember Sean had been saying like, I really want to do a transition between two songs. And that was like from quite a while before we'd finished My Luck and Mr. Thunder. And you'd been saying, oh, I want to do a transition between two songs. Weren't yeah. really sure which ones it was necessarily yeah. going to be. Those ones and just then those ones, just when we vocal. finished it, it was like, oh, okay, those feel like probably they would be the ones that would work. And then, yeah. and then they feel like they just would, went away and did it because they're,
1: yeah. uh, they're one BPM difference as well. So, except my luck's in like a triplet feel or like a six eight feel. So we, I literally made a BP a, 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 a BP like a click track that slowed down over the course of sixteen bars from my luck to Mister Thunder. So yeah, there was a lot of tec- there's a lot of technical stuff involved in the answer, but basically, just really wanted to. the beginning of Mr. Thunder was this beautiful and I really wanted to like get there somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
5: No, that is (laughs) like
1: Thank you for so much for like thank you for
2: um, (laughs) taking the attention. I think a lot of people commented
1: because I feel like I really I love doing that stuff and I there's so much vocal harmony stuff in the song is that all just
5: your vocals or yeah, it's yeah, it's just oh, way, yeah yeah there's
1: so much stuff in all of our music but it's kind of hidden because it's not because there's instruments in mm-hmm. front of it i would like to release the acapellas for the songs oh because cool. some of them are just so like i just love some of the stuff that we did mm-hmm. vocally in this album and i would like to give it it's, a little bit of highlight it's funny as well because there's like super perfect shiny stuff and mm. then there's like and that one has quiet. no auto-tune it's the only time in the songs that we i use like because usually i auto-tune doubles and stuff mm-hmm. because like it's just easy and quick like i don't want to record like 50 doubles so i can get because it's right. just going to sound usually yeah. a lead doesn't have any auto-tune on them or if it does very very might a small amount um, but the, that was the only time I was like, I really want to make this sound natural. And yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And
2: I, Mr. Thunder is quite like imperfect as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: imperfect. And because Catching Feelings, by the way, sorry, I know like, Catching Feelings, that song Catching Feelings, that was one of the songs that we put out that's like a pop song, but like there's a lot of imperfection in the vocals. And I feel like that's what gives it the feeling of like a classic hit. Because like, or like old, yeah, pre two thousands, pre- like no one was using that shit. I mean, maybe a little bit in the eighties, like as like a feature, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a very long. Answer.
5: No, and I really appreciate like the nerdy response because okay. I nerded out over the music. I was like, <laughs> I, I did a weird thing where like I checked the credits on the Spotify. thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, who was behind the scenes on this? And it's mainly just you guys the yeah, entire yeah. time. Yeah. Um, one song that I want to ask about was, um supernova yeah you use a a vocoder you
1: asked about that song that's my favorite song on the record (laughs) i
5: I think that's so it's so good use of a is it a vocoder. yeah so there's a
1: lot of vocoder there's a Uh, lot of autotune as a feature like it's we we recorded it so hard autotune yeah why it's funny it's
2: funny
5: because why yeah like i mean sorry you didn't drop but no
2: i want to hear what
1: what i mean
5: well why use that i mean
2: i mean like the on a, I think there's a few different reasons. Aesthetically, it just has a sound, like, and it's kind of this thing. Um, we liked how it sounded for that reason. Um, also, like I think we originally recorded it when Sean was away, and it had hard auto-tune. Yeah, it was on, Ben singing on it. Yeah, it was like, yeah. They <laughs> wrote the chorus. It
1: was Ben 3. Matt, Matt and I walked started, in the
2: room, and I was like, guys, this yeah. is the best song I've ever heard. Matt, Matt's, Matt played the chords... And then yeah, And then I came up with like the first like bit of yeah that. Bit. It. And then the three of us, Ben, Matt, and I wrote the majority of the chorus, I think. Yeah. And then you the wrote you wrote the pre-chorus. Yeah, yeah. You came in and and, stuff. and just was like okay, I but it was that. just like
1: it was very synthy and very futuristic with this weird like Motown drum thing, like just yeah. kind of like sped up. The kind of almost drum and bassy kind of influence weird thing and it was just get like it, G, it was yeah. just sounded. I don't know honestly the answer the simple answer is just sounded fucking cool yeah that was it that's really the answer <laughs> <I laughs> <wanted>. we <We're>, did <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: we had it originally and then I think you did do a version without it and it was like, just like oh, it just nah, doesn't nah. have the right vibe so. sometimes
1: you get so attached to demos as well like a demo with Ben singing on it. I and Sam. and he
5: does sing on that too. He's like the first, yes. yeah. He sings the second verse, second, yeah. Verse,
1: second verse, yeah. <laughs> and Sam, and yeah, he does. And we didn't tell anyone that's cool. You notice this
3: is, this is Alicia. Mm. This has literally been her so good. Joke. I love it. But, so I like want to get, saw you guys. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Like she's and she's gone down. And it's
5: I've gone thing. down so an incredible here. rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, here I'm here to get your life I'm story basically. <laughs> <to talk> technical. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's good. So since actually seeing you guys at South By, yeah. I've listened consistently. Um, so much so that you are number two on my Spotify yeah, yes. in a couple of yeah. weeks. <laughs> I know. It's incredible. Just in the span of like Yeah, that's that's it's slightly oh, embarrassing, you. but also it's but it's it's actually really good thank you. music. Oh, um, thank you so thank you. much. Yeah. No worries. Um, you <laughs> know,
3: she would like to um join yeah. in on a song
5: with you.
1: Oh yeah, okay.
5: No, I don't. No. no I can no, tell no.
1: you've got a good voice.
5: Thank you. The yeah. timbre of my. I think so.
1: you got a good vocal... voice too. No, yeah. no, I don't. Yeah. You
5: should see us at a karaoke. Yeah, oh. Goes. Wait, like she and I go off at karaoke.
2: I was going to say. What's well,
5: karaoke songs for you guys?
2: Sean? <laughs> Me? My, I, actually, only, I only do
1: Outcasts. There's so actually like,
2: an amazing video of Sean yeah. wearing a, like this, it's like this. Outfit where he it looks like. It was my like stag it, dude. all right? Yeah, he, it, it looks it an like alien outfit and yeah. it was,
1: it was, it's like pumped up with air. So I'm like, and it looks like an alien's holding me. It's <laughs> like he's being abducted by an alien <laughs> anyway. And he's wearing a fedora say, and he's got this
2: little toy I, the, saxophone the fedora was
1: messed up. Anyway, so <laughs> we were there. It was no one standing. Everyone's sitting around, you know, it's a karaoke bar at like midnight, but like no one was, no one was popping it off. I get up on stage two songs later, Heya uh, and Roses. The everyone's whole class like, up, it's full, yeah. everyone's gone off, and it was sick. It was it was it was oh it God. was his best the best gig. Mm-hmm. That it was the he's best ever g- done. It's not even your someone's, music. Someone's like, <laughs> someone's like, you're really good. You should like you should like do singing. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck yeah, I should. And then I think Ben was like, man. I, I've never seen you play before, or something. <laughs> I was like, bro, I'm 28 drinks in, and 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 I'm, this is this is it wasn't my best performance, but it was a good vibe. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> What's yours? <clears throat> oh, uh, Celine Dion. Honestly, I have like I can't remember the last time I did karaoke. Like I've been to karaoke, but wow. I just uh, yeah maybe something like that. I, I I seriously don't even know. Karaoke Sam only is does just, system
1: of a down. I only uh, do
2: bass yeah. karaoke, so like I'll play. He, yeah, he'll like, go up there I'll and take sing my bass, the bass and, like. and then I just. No. <laughs> he yeah. only
1: does America as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, maybe maybe some red hot chili peppers, like Californication. If I if I was like on the spot and someone's like, you have to pick something or you're going to Next
1: karaoke. Let's go to karaoke. I'll sing some Celine Dion. We should do some Celine Dion. Truly, is she going to start singing it? She
2: just goes. (laughs) No, mine's always
1: Celine Dion. Every
3: night. I'm actually also Turn Back Time. Yeah. By Cher. (laughs) Ah. Starship. <laughs> starships. No, 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 no. Like no, no, no. Nicki Minaj? Nothing's oh. going to stop us now oh, well, how's by Starship.
1: Oh, <laughs> not Starships by Nicki Minaj.
3: Starship. Nothing going to stop us now. Guys, this has been epic. I Absolute feel like whirlwind. you're going to. Leishi. <laughs> thank you. Your thank questions you, you. are amazing. Clapping. And thank you for
2: listening to the music, like, yeah, down to the detail. No, you. she's it's, amazing.
3: It's, it's really nice. She's amazing. I oh, really appreciate and it. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming in and chatting thanks for with having me. Us. Thanks
0: for having us. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the Entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline
4: with Anita Annabelle is a proud chatter podcast.